and welcome to Extra Voices, an Extra Life podcast dedicated to highlighting the work and effort of Extra Lifers and heroes all across the nation and the hardworking staff of the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals that help make Extra Life happen year in and year out. I'm your host, Ryan Ritter. You can call me ND Tex, and I'm very happy to debut for you today the first of two episodes that will have some content from the recent MiracleCon event over in Oklahoma City. This event raised well over $6,000, still awaiting the final count, but we will hopefully be closer to that 7,000 number, it seems like, once we get all the merch sales totaled in. But a part of this event, we had all kinds of stuff from a board game library, a kid's STEM center, to video game tournaments, an awesome uh, exhibitor and vendor uh, area that where people could buy all kinds of stuff. And what we also had was a series of different panels and live events. So what I'm going to bring to you today is the Gaming for Good panel. Now, I've done a little bit uh, uh, towards my part of the streaming before on my Twitch channel, which you should definitely follow over at twitch.tv slash ndtex. And it also features the first guest of Extra Voices, Amber Hannikin, and also Jakku of Warp World, who makes the crowd control Twitch plugin, which I absolutely love love using for my fundraising efforts. So we got together, we talked about all the various ways that we can do, you know, Extra Life always had this idea of being uh, a streaming thing, and we're all trying to expand the definition of gaming and what you can do for Extra Life. So we wanted to highlight various different means, much like Amber did in her interview, but I wanted to bring you what we talked about at the panel. But before I do that, uh, I want to play a little bit of audio that came in our opening ceremonies. And who you're going to hear from is Vicki Ernst. She has long been uh, my main contact at the Children's Health Foundation of Oklahoma City. And she, before we got kicked off at the MiracleCon event, she talked about the work that the Health Foundation does and how it helps. And I mean, helps in a big way of all health efforts across not just Oklahoma City, but the entire state of Oklahoma. So without further ado, let me hand it over to what Vicki talked about with the Children's Health Foundation. So I am the Children's Miracle Network Partner Manager for the Children's Health Foundation. Uh, up until recently, we were known as the Children's Hospital Foundation, but we are actually expanding to help even more kids. We're going to do the same thing that we've done for the hospital for 40 years. Uh, it'll be 40 years this November. Um, so we're going to continue to do that, but we're also expanding into some other research with some other kids' health places around the state of Oklahoma. So we took this as an opportunity to change our name that, to kind of better understand what we do. So anything that has anything to do with children's health, we probably have a hand in. We help organizations like the Ronald McDonald House, the Toby Keith's Kids Corral, Infant Crisis, um, anything that has anything to do with their health. Uh, like Amber said, our main focus is research, research for cures and better treatments for the kids. And this is anything from dentistry to cancer, even, even mental health. We have a wonderful adolescent medicine um, 
program right. over there with with and they're making great strides in mental health so research equipment now whether that equipment is for research or Treatment. uh, for treatments that we're, we're providing that equipment and something that's near and dear to me um, my so Tori passed away uh, from extra life she passed away in March of 2008 exactly one month after my son passed away and prior to his passing for many many years he had to go for a four-hour IV drip every month to boost his immune system that IV drip was $4,000 a month. Without events like this, without our partners like Walmart and Ace and all of those asking for donations at the registers, I couldn't have afforded that. But I didn't have to worry. He was never turned away from his treatments because we couldn't pay for it. So that is the third main thing that we do. Um, so that's kind of it in a nutshell. Of course, I'm going to be around today if you have any questions about our foundation or what we do. I think the most important thing to me is 100% uh, of the money that's given to us goes to the kids so, uh, and stays here in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. So back to you. Thank you, Vicki. And we also uh, cover all 77 counties of Oklahoma, so kids are getting help wherever they are in Oklahoma is, is our motto <laughs> last year our patient encounters were 257,000 yeah. I recently and I'm not taking anything away from them they're a great organization but people give money so easily to St. Jude's and last year when they gave away their home uh, you know how they do every year and they raised $900,000 and they said it helped over 200 Oklahoma kids well that particular year we helped over 271,000. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Back to you. <laughs> and I'll shut up. <laughs> and I want to thank Vicki for the awesome message that she had to help kick off MiracleCon. It was a great shot in the arm to highlight all the work and all the efforts that we put in, all the time planning, streaming, planning our events doing our crazy, you know, incentives, maybe going through a little bit of pain, whether it be through awful drinks or spicy food, in my case, what it all means and what it's all for and the power that we have. So want to thank Vicki for that message. I will probably have her on here in the future. Uh, I'm, I'm going to unofficially sign her up for it. Uh, but until that time, I want to make sure we transition and do the first of two panels that I want to highlight on this podcast. And the first is the Gaming for Good panel featuring myself, Amber Hannikin, and Jaku. Enjoy. All right. All right. We'll go ahead and get started. Thank you, everybody, for showing up. How are you enjoying MiracleCon so far today? All right. Well, I know it's still early, and there's still tons of stuff to do, but this is something that I have been... Go ahead. Come on in. No, there's no interruptions. Come on in. Uh, and so this panel is called Gaming for Good. Uh, originally when we were planning this we wanted to try to have either a streaming panel and it has morphed into what I feel is a more uh, equal and open representation of extra life which is the fact that we just have not just streamers but people that do offline events 
This is a great example of one that we're in here right now. And I also have Amber Hanneken, who uh, does an event annually over at Game HQ. <laughs> Between her and I, we have nearly $100,000 total raised for the Children's Self <laughs> Foundation of Oklahoma City. Thank you. And over to my right is Jaku. He is of Warp World, and they make a fun tool called Crowd Control that we will talk about. It's something that I've used often in my streams, and I think they've raised somewhere in the neighborhood of like two million since they plugged it into charity. So really excited to give you insight into various different ways to where if you have not signed up for Extra Life before, I want you to go sign up for Extra Life out of, after this is over. And if you've done it before, I want to give you a few tips as well of how you can keep doing better, keep your fundraising efforts growing. Uh, so with that said, I want to start with Amber because <laughs> and I, I really wanted Amber to be a part of this panel because she is a great representation of the board game community. And Amber, so describe a little bit about the event that you do every single year at Game HQ. Yeah, so Game HQ is a, a tabletop game store in South Oklahoma City, and they have a large game room, and um, our event every year, we basically do 24 hours of tabletop gaming, that includes Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, which is another role-playing role games like Pathfinder, Starfinder, we do um, board, all kinds of board games, board game tournaments, we do um, a little bit of like tabletop, uh, like wargaming and things like that like 40k and battle tech and, and that sort of just be anything in the tabletop genre we basically take over the whole game room for 24 hours we play similar to this event we have a lot of raffles we have food we have just everything to keep you gaming for 24 hours and then we raise money the entire time and we keep track of it and it's just a lot of fun yeah, and I think one of the things, obviously, both of our efforts have, have grown, but really it was humble beginnings. So talk about how the event at Game HQ started, because it's definitely yeah. not the event it is today. Yeah, so we're coming into our ninth year. The very first year, I wasn't actually able to attend. I supported from afar because I had to be out of town for work. Um, and it was just one D&D &D group that played at Game HQ, who uh, Anthony Caracelli, who lives here in Edmond, he came up and said, hey, uh, I found out about this Extra Life thing. Will you let us play for 24 hours at the store? <laughs> and Game HQ was really cool about it. And that one table played. And they did all kinds of silly incentives, like you know when they reach a milestone, like one guy dressed in drag and like things like that. And then I think they raised about like 850 that first uh, you know, weekend. And that was just one small group. And uh, I was like, that's so cool. I was really excited for like what they did and I helped from afar and I was like, you know, we can make this bigger. We can bring in other organizations and that's, and that's how it grew. Yeah, and you know, you started around $800. How much did you guys raise last year? Oh gosh, I should have prepped for that. Um, I think about. we were over 13,000 <laughs> yeah. or last year, about that, yeah. And the example <laughs> is, you know, I mean, things grow from, you know, very small beginnings. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things, especially when you told me more about your story, was the fact that really you just started asking people if they wanted to be a part of it, right? Yeah, yeah. It was like I knew some people, like obviously I was already in the D&D &D community, so for me that, you know, that was easy to just kind of include more people there. And I knew um, like Mike Dallow from the, like, 
Oklahoma Board Game Community, um, Tim and Carol, our Oklahoma Tabletop Gaming Club. Like, just knew some of these like names out there, and I just started reaching out and seeing who wanted to be involved. And and over the years, that's grown like every year. Now I have people reaching out to me saying like, please put me on the schedule. I want to run this, you know. Yeah, and, and that's one of the things like is you'll be surprised especially if you have ties to the community is how many people will want to get involved in it uh, I could say from being on the the miracle com board as well it's been amazing how much like donations and stuff that we have out there at the raffle table yeah. that has come in literally just within the last couple of days and you know it's it's amazing following how many people continuously sign up to do various things with you but you also mentioned about incentives as well mm -hmm. uh, so what are the various incentives that you've done you know beyond raffles because you've told me you actually do some things yeah, during the games during the as games. well so um D, D that was one of our early incentives so during the D, D games we're actually doing it out here for miracle con as well because this is the same ash it will be running uh our games at extra life as well and um it's uh, it's like dot one dollar and you can like re-roll which is big in D, &D like because if you roll you can have a, a fail or whatever so for a dollar you can try that again um, for five dollars or ten dollars we've tried different things you get like an automatic critical which was means like basically you win and then um, you know we also did some fun things like if there's a wild magic table if you're familiar with D, &D which basically like it's like a one through 100 table and random magic things can happen so for like i think it was like a 20 dollars donation you can make a random wild magic event happen and they just roll a d100 and then something silly happens so it's like and we've also done things like within board games and stuff like that like um like ticket to ride when we did the tournament you could pay an extra five dollars and we had these like special limited edition trains you could have so just like there's just little things like if you just think about it like and people are willing to do it because it's like they get something out of it and they're giving money to a good cause yeah and some of those things that you just listed they're repeatable too like a one dollar reroll, you yeah. can do that at your own session at yeah. home you don't have to stream it you don't have to film it or anything you can just bring together a bunch of people turn your game night into a fundraiser yeah and and use some of these things uh because uh that's the other thing your event even though you have done some streaming of some events it's largely just an offline, offline event right yeah yeah we've done like a stream a couple times but it was not the majority of the fundraising the fundraising was everything on site um you know raffles and uh, the food and just yeah people participating like people just <laughs> there's also like we have a competition kind of between Dungeons and Dragons group and the Pathfinder group and uh, like toward the end when we're like tallying up you know who's close or whatever we've had literally the people just like drop like $200 like I want to beat them you know kind of thing <laughs> like the spirit of competition yeah uh, I'll touch on spirit of competition and trying to get uh, some funny things that happen to people you know because I've definitely leaned on that pretty heavily mm -hmm. uh, but you know Amber anything else that you want to share as far as you know getting involved in the board game community or how to get started or maybe mm -hmm. how to make your board game event bigger what would your advice be um, I think just like don't be afraid to ask like you know what's the worst that someone can say it's no like you know you're you're the same place you were with a no um, but with a yes like you can be so far and that's and that's how you know like just that first group saying hey game HQ will let us play here for 24 hours and that was a yes and that started the entire thing and now it's like 
I go to, um, and, you know, and you can even ask like your local board game. There's a bunch of gaming um, stores here in the metro. Like there's Edmund Unplugged here up in Edmond, and they sponsor our event. Like the, all those, pretty much all the stores sponsor our event in some way. And that's just us asking like, hey, like, will you donate a few items for our raffles? And you can do that at your like, you know, maybe you're running like a home tournament or something like that, or you're running like, or maybe for your stream, you know, just ask like, say like, will you sponsor me? I'm raising money for the children's hospital and you know, I'll shout out your, your business and, and all that. Yeah, and uh, one thing you can also do, there's a lot of vendors outside. Mm -hmm. You want some practice? I mean, that's, that's why they're out here is not only to sell their wares, but to get involved with this community. And by this community, I mean Extra Life with raising money, helping gamers do good. So talk to some of the people out there yeah. if you have some interest. Worst case, they say, nope, not interested, but you get that practice of how to make that pitch and right. how to go ahead and say, hey, I'm interested in doing this. See what works, see what doesn't. So go ahead and hopefully Amber's advice will do well. Amber, you know, thanks a ton. Yeah. I appreciate <laughs> this. And uh, that brings me to Jaku, who uh, does crowd control. And I, I stumbled across this uh, during one of the many things when I Google stuff and research stuff, and I saw crowd control pop up. I was like, oh, this is interesting. So, Jaku, I'm not going to steal your thunder because I think you can explain crowd control better than I can. Uh, so, what is crowd control? That's actually the very first slide. All right. Um, so, it's an interactive application that runs on top of a live stream and it allows the viewers that are watching to participate in your game. So, they can send stuff into Super Mario 64, for example. You'll be running around, you got 20 stars, all of a sudden, somebody donates $20 and you have 19 stars. Um, or they set you on fire. Um, and it's, <laughs> it, it uses a lot of the in-game actions. You can kind of see the, the screenshot behind me. It's an image. Uh, we got Mario 64 right there. Um, I don't know what's, he's, right now he's flying in the sky without really flying. <laughs> he's breaking physics yes. right now. <laughs> so that's the sort of shenanigans that crowd control allows you to do. Um, we have a demo later uh, that you will be able to scan with your phone to participate as I play Mario 64 as well. Oh. All right, that's awesome. Uh, so yeah, uh, and, and crowd control initially started, I think the first time I ever used it for a fundraiser, it was a bit only application. Yeah. Uh, but now it's completely changed with the way uh, you're integrated into the charity uh, through Tiltify platform. So explain a little bit about how that works. Yeah, so we started off as, uh, through Twitch Bits. Uh, it was their monetary system, but we always use coins on our system, so your bits converted to coins. Because we wanted to do more than just bits, we've always thought about that from the beginning. And so with Tiltify, we're able to, you're able to click the, the donation link inside our extension, it takes you to the donation play page, it fills out all the information we need, so when you make the donation, we send you that same amount of uh, back in coins, and it's just it's seamlessly integrated. Um, we, we support about 50 charities through Tiltify right now, uh, and we're just we're really happy to always help charities. I've been doing fundraising for various events. Um, you know, GVQ has been something I've been a part of in the past. I've done the MMCs, um, Coliseums, all sorts of events. And so like, it's always been like, we only had bits at the time, but now we're able to open up a lot more uh, through just co our coin system. Yeah, and the, and the big part about that is anybody familiar with Twitch, uh, if you do any kind of bit transaction, Twitch always takes a cut of that. So now you're taking the middleman out and you don't have to, and it also helps you as a streamer too, because one of the big things, and I'm glad Twitch is allowing more tools because it's been a drum I've been banging for a while, is I don't like to be a middleman in my donations and everything else. And I don't want, you want to grab eyes in a stream, right? Yep. It's much easier to say, hey, 
load up. You're, this donation you make goes directly directly to charity. You don't have to wait for me to get it. I don't have to hit the Twitch Twitch threshold. It's just a straight cash donation. If I remember right, it's every cent's a coin. Uh, I think is the yeah, that's, conversion. Yeah, that's for our yeah. Every cent is one coin on our on our charity platform, um, and it's it's done a lot of good. Like you said, we've raised over two million in, uh, with charity since we launched in late 2020 with it. So it's been used quite a bit. Yeah, and, and I mean, those are all the initial questions. I, I get to cheat and see your screen, so I know you got a lot of stuff to show. So I'm gonna let you take the floor and show people what you got under the hood of this thing and how it works. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll go quick on some of these slides because you know, there's not really necessary, but you know, streaming's huge. Uh, that's what this slide is. The biggest problem with streaming when it comes to like influencers and viewers is that they want to be able to increase revenue or increase you know, donations. Um, they want to be able to have safe interactions with their viewers. And donations is one of the things that's very troublesome for some streamers here and there. And like you know, Ryan was saying about like being the middleman, when you're doing a live stream and you're doing donations and you're not going through a charity platform, you are responsible to make sure that those funds get to the charity and like something could happen to you, the payment might not come through and like you got people yelling at you like, hey, when did you make that donation? And maybe you did and people didn't realize it and they're still mad at you. So like cutting any of that stuff out is always useful. Uh, viewers want to interact with their streamers in any way possible. Um, donations are a big way, but they, you know, they, they do want to get something out of it. it a shout out is typically the, the thing you get out, but with crowd control, we allow you to get a little bit more. And so this is where crowd control comes in. You know, we, we synergize, we can use those buzzwords. Um, we have the opportunity where you can interact with your viewers, you can interact with your streamers, and you can you know, grow your monetization or your charity campaigns. Um, and so you know, crowd control. Over 90 games are supported right now. We started with three in 2018, um, and so we've been growing that quite a bit over the years. I think we have like 20 games in backlog right now. That's kind of a sneak peek. Like, once we get through this backlog, we're going to have over 100-something plus games in the next few months. It has exploded. I think when I started, I did, like, Link to the Past. I think at that point you had maybe 10 to 15. Yeah. And that was just two years, two, three years ago. Yeah. It's incredible how much they've done. Yeah, we've been utilizing a lot of our support from, uh, you know, uh, other streamers and other developers. Uh, we've created tools to make it easier for game developers to integrate their stuff and also game modders to integrate our stuff. Um, and that's really helped out. But some of the big standout features we also have is like price scaling. So, you know, nobody wants to watch a streamer get killed 25 times over and over because that's just going to be, you know. From experience, I'm not sure about that. Okay. So, <laughs> there's usually a handful of people that want to see that. And then the rest of the viewers are like, all right, this is getting old. I want to move on. So we have something called price scaling. So, like, you can set cooldowns, you can set it to increase as it's being used. That really helps um, with things. And then the other big thing that we have is pooling. So you might not have you know a hundred dollars to do a night but a hundred of you have a dollar and you can all pool towards one thing to happen so the bigger effect happens so you can feel like you're a part of something and it just it really lets it go a lot further than like making one person donate for the big effects every single time yeah and i tell you what the i am so happy y'all implemented scaling because i know my chat loves to make me suffer but i very much like i want to just finish this please <laughs> save me <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've had scaling for a long time. It was just uh, we didn't have a good interface for it. And then we were like, oh, That's you know It's much easier now. Yeah. So, but yeah, we, we're always constantly getting feedback from our streamers uh, on how we can improve. We're streamers ourselves. Um, and then, you know, we're not going to worry about this. I'm just going to get straight to this, uh, you know, 60,000 streamers, 250,000. Uh, average income per stream, with, or not per stream, but probably per month, uh, 1,300 for a streamer. Uh, so that's... I think on average $2,000 per charity. Um, 
And these are some of the numbers, though. Two million raised, yeah, 2,400 per charity, actually. And then these are our top 10 charities that we support. Uh, you know, Extra Life is there in, at number three. And I know everyone wants to just see the demo. So if you get out your phones, you can scan this QR code. I'll give you a moment to do that. It will have a little button that you click to start. You type in a name, making it really simple. You might want to check this out. This is I, I built this last night. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you know what I was just thinking? Usually I'm on the other end of this. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm going to very much enjoy being the one causing the, uh, the craziness. So yeah, if, if it's not scanning, it's uh, demo.crowdcontrol.live. Make sure you do HTTPS though. All right. All right. So yeah, you go ahead and click. Uh, yep, okay. got a name. Again. Yep. Okay. You, you start off with coins. You can get some free. There's some coin. You should all start off with like ten dollars worth of coins. But there's a coins tab that you can also click. Yep. <laughs> Try to make it as big as I can. Awesome. Yeah, come on up if you can't get it. It's definitely worth it. And usually the the pinch zoom will definitely work on QRs. So once you fill out your name, it's going to take you to our page that has all the effects listed. There we go. There's our friend. So this is you know Mario 64, everyone's favorite platformer for Nintendo 64, unless you like Banjo Kazooie more. Um, you're going to be able to choose from a list of effects and just send them in, you'll see the names. So right, right there, Amber just inverted my controls. So now down is up, up is down, left is right, right is left, and I hate it. And now I've been and, caught And I've lit you on fire. And I'm on fire. So no, people don't know this trick. If you're caught on fire, crouch. It puts it out. I try to tell streamers that all the time, they never listen. <laughs> it's like stop, drop, and roll, kids. All right, so now yeah. I'm running slow. Oh, you, somebody killed me. Screen flip. So, that was a lot all at once. Yes. So there's, there's a lot. Most jumps hurt. Oh, I can't even. I think so. Never. Someone reduced my <laughs> jumps as well. got to get in there first. Yeah. So it, there's a lot of stuff you can see. You can see your name. Um, if you're on Twitch, you see your icon as well. You see the duration of the, the time, of how much time the effects got left. So I'm invisible. I can't move. I think you just crashed it. Nope. <laughs> Let's just do that. There we go. Yeah. So I can't move and someone to can cam. can cam is one of my favorite ones. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually help you because yeah. I, I want to show that you can help your you streamer. Can, you you can, can help your streamer. You can help. No one does. No one oh, oh yeah, the fly mode. So this, this is actually really cool. This was a, uh, we, we worked with Red Bull <laughs> for an event, and uh, so he kind of looks more like Red Bull, uh, with those colors. But he actually can fly. In Mario 64 normally you can't actually fly. You can kind of just dive and go back up. We actually made it so you could fly. But yeah, there's, there's quite a bit. Like I said, we support. 90 games right now. This game has 100, well, probably like 30 effects, 40 effects. All games have unique effects that are, you know, similar to these. Some work really well with them. Um, Mario 64 is one of my favorite games to show off because everyone kind of knows what Mario 64 is and all the effects are really kind of like self-described just by the, the name of them. You don't have to go into the description to understand like, you know, what does squash mean? What does set pants on fire mean? And so, you know, streamers love it because it allows them to interact with their viewers, and it helps you raise money for a good cause. Yeah, and we, I mean, you already saw, like, the, the laughter and everything else in here. And one thing I can tell you from experience is even if they don't know what all the effects do, very soon your audience will figure out what certain things do, and they get really good at timing things. Yeah. 
So it, it gives great interaction. Because uh, one thing, and I'll talk a little bit about it later, I've always implemented a death tax on my game. So it's an additional incentive. It's basically I'm going to match your donation, if you think about it, at the end of the day. Uh, but yeah, oh, that's a, that is, and I, I just saw that he got squashed and now he's flying. And yeah. Goodness, uh, there's a move. lot going on at once. On <laughs> and now fire. you're on fire. Yeah. So you, yeah, and you got to team up. It's like so now you can't crouch because you can't move. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, super gravity. So yeah, there's there's just so many things that you can do. So many other games. We have retro games uh, from NES to to, to GameCube, uh, even Wii, and then we also have a lot of PC games. Um, we even work on hardware for a few game consoles. So if you're like. If you want to play on actual Super Nintendo, we do support that. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, Crowdcontrol.live is where you can go to check this out. Uh, to enable it, it's a simple desktop application. It is really, really easy to get working. Sometimes you have to do a, a little bit of uh, groundwork to get some things to work for the console games, but it's really nothing. If you know how to stream, none of this is beyond you know hard to be able to pull off. Uh, and, you know, I've done Link to the Past. I've done Breath of the Wild. Uh, that was actually what I did during game day last year. Mm -hmm. That was extremely hilarious and frustrating all at the same time. And I'm going to be doing, uh, like the PC libraries exploded, I'm going to be doing Raft in the near future, uh, which is a game my kids have enjoyed uh, playing with me. But, yeah. Uh, so, Jaku, uh, anything else that you want to add uh, okay. or show? I'm going to be at a table over there all day for the most part, so you can come by, you can try out the controls, you can send out more effects, you can see how it feels to be on the other side. So, but, yeah, just, you know, <laughs> it's a great tool that we love to see people use for, for good. All right, I appreciate it, Jaku. Thanks for uh, showing us that. Let me, we got a real high-tech setup back here, so hang on a second. Let me hit a button. And we got to wait a little while for it to send a signal there. Come on. Hey, there we go. All right, so forgive me. You're talking to somebody that works as a day job as a sales engineer, so I'm used to slideshows. I don't have a fun demo, but... I do want to talk about, you know, I've been asked before in my chat is, you know, can you do like a Extra Life or Streaming 101? And that's kind of the idea of where this panel was born. So I do want to talk about the streaming side and, and as I say, some other things. Uh, because really, if my success uh, as far as getting donations really is not based on streaming, and you'll see why here in a second. Um, so. In general, I always like, hey, give me the highlights at first. So that's what this is, is the tips for success. You know, there is no such thing as failure. And that's the biggest thing I want you to get out of this. Uh, I remember uh, having a, a moment of being disappointed where I was like, oh, man, everybody raised this much. Like in my first year, I raised 800 some odd dollars too. And then I looked at how upper echelon that was. I was like, wow. The majority... <laughs> Yeah, the majority of Extra Life campaigns, and it is, I forget what the number is, but people will sign up and then not get a single donation. You get one donation in, even if it's your own, that's a success. Uh, as I, one of the, my favorite uh, things is like a dollar a day uh, can diaper somebody, uh, a baby in the premature ICU care. A one dollar makes a difference. And knowing that it all stays within your community, remember, you're pulling all this money together. Every dollar counts. And you will be surprised uh, how that will be about success when you don't worry about the end numbers at all. So there is no such thing as failure. So sign up. 
even if you're the only one that makes a donation, great, awesome. Figure out what we're going to do next year. Maybe uh, you get two other people to donate. Maybe you get somebody else to sign up. Again, that is huge. You don't need a huge streaming following. I don't have one. I'm actually going to show you my stats, which are kind of embarrassing, but I'll show them here in a second. Uh, embrace donations that happen offline. What I mean by that is don't worry about if you don't get any donations in a stream. The majority of my donations come in when I'm posting something on Twitter or somebody is watching something on demand or figuring something out. That's where the majority of my donations come from. So you don't and shouldn't only focus on when you're live on Twitch. Uh, social media, absolutely leverage it. Uh, my wife will tell you I spend too much time on Twitter, but I know how to use it for good. Uh, whatever your platform of choice, Twitter's what I'm best at. I'm eh, on Instagram. I'm still trying to figure out TikTok, and I really don't know if I want to spend that much time figuring it out. But I know it'll bring success. There's people that will just use social media alone, and that's all they need to do. So embrace social media to promote, to drive donations. Keep the word coming out because you never know which one of your posts is going to get that success. And we talked. Crowd control is a great example. Incentivize, incentivize, incentivize. People want to be a part of something, but it always feels good to get a little something back. So keep that in mind because that's a big thing of what I'll talk about. Uh, and really the last three points are kind of melded together is you're gonna have to find out what works for you and you're gonna have to be able to make it personal. Uh, for me, uh, like right here, I, I run Gaming for Avon. This is Avon's family sitting here. And Avon, um, so Avon's family, they're family friends of ours. Their son fought a battle with leukemia and he lost it when he was two years old. And I've been doing this now for eight years in his memory. So we're keeping the memory of Avon living on. And it's a personal story that I can relay. It's a connection I have. You don't have to have a similar story, but why is it important to you? Let people know why it's important. It could just be out of the goodness of your heart. You know that you're making a difference in your community when parents don't have to worry about in the worst moment of their lives how they're going to pay for something. That's what you need to remind your audience, not just you're playing games for hospitals, but make sure you make, have that story that you're able to tell, that elevator pitch to get people to donate. And every, it's, you know, I have my story. It works, you know, for me. And I get to cheat a little bit because it's a, a one that I have personal connection to. But you'll find the one that works for you and the incentives that works for you. Bottom line, have fun. This is one of the most fun things I do. Year in, year out, I enjoy doing it so much that it's pretty much what I devote, like, my hobby time to now. I used to do a couple other things as well on the side, uh, which I'll talk about in a second, but I want to focus on Extra Life because it's easily the most rewarding thing I do. I did want to add, um, uh, the Children's Health Foundation, you know, if you were in the opening ceremony, you talked about they cover a lot of programs for children's mm -hmm. health here in Oklahoma, and you can specialize your donations to that. Like, I think you do children's cancer. Blake Shelton uh, Cancer Research yeah. is where mine is. And so um, for ours, we have a lot of LGBTQ people in our community, so we do the Adolescent Medicine Program, which is uh, geared toward uh, teens and adolescents that are like... Uh, 
going through LGBTQ issues and things like that. So we donate specifically to that program, but there's so many different programs that help kids and you can talk with the hospital and, and say, hey, I'm doing Extra Life, but I would like my donation to go to this and that can kind of help with your story too. Yeah, uh, and that's something Vicki reached out to me personally. I didn't even know I could do that. Mm -hmm. And that's a great point, Amber, is to be able, you can do that, reach out to your hospital reps, figure out who they are and see if you can get it specialized. It's something that matters to you. Uh, I I want to talk about the, the the challenges I have because I, I think it's important to you know list out that uh, you know things that I have I, I don't want to have these assumptions that I like I want to talk about the advantages later but I think it's important to lay out like you know where do I struggle where where do I see as man I got to work a little bit harder at stuff uh, I'm not local I'm from the Dallas area uh, even though I have ties you know to this area. I cannot easily make community connections like Amber can for Game HQ. So I try to do, you know, the real fun task of, you know, talk about not being afraid of people telling you no, because I've been told a lot, is, hey, people in the Dallas area, do you want to help this hospital in Oklahoma? And not all the time is that connection made, including even alumni organizations attached to this area. But I want to reach out to them again. I'm going to keep trying. But that it hurts that I'm not local. Yeah. It hurts when my computer goes off. Oh. All right. Um, oh, there we go. So my following isn't local largely either. And that is because, uh, you know, I'm from Texas and I went to college at Notre Dame. Two things that are not connected to Oklahoma much at all. So, oh boy. Of course, now we're going to have the technical issues. And um, I have a small streaming following as well. So please go follow me. Uh, my username is NDTex. You can easily find me. I'm a follow. Uh, you know, it, it's hard to, you know, and, and I think that's also something people have a misconception of that it's not worth doing extra life unless you have a, you know, large Twitch following. That's not the case at all. Uh, I'm unable to stream during what you would consider prime time hours. You can see my family sitting in front of me. I have two very young kids. They are my world. I, I love doing extra life, but uh, sooner or later, they're going to not want me to read them bedtime stories. They're going to go to bed by themselves, and Dada's not going to be cool anymore. They'll shake their head now, but I know better because it was me. So I want to make sure I have that, but I start streaming very late. So it's hard for people to join me live. I'm not at very convenient hours, to say the least. Um, and I also have a pretty demanding day job as well. It takes up a lot of time. So there's really not a whole lot of breaks, especially right now. It's been crazy. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I'm not able to devote as much time as I would like to to my hobby. Uh, now, before the thing craps out on me again, these are my streaming numbers uh, for last year. Uh, entitled, my streaming numbers are bad. Uh, you will see I average maybe three viewers a stream. That's what that bar is. And for those that don't know uh, Twitch stats, that basically averages, okay, how many viewers came in your stream overall while you were streaming? Uh, that's really low. And, you know, the revenue, it's great that I was able to do that. It, it looks like I got a lot of subs, but that's a lot of people subbing and then unsubbing and then resubbing again. It wasn't consistent. So the revenue I got wasn't that high. Yet, despite that, I raised over $18,000 last year. Again, most of my donations come when I'm not streaming at all. There's no way those are the people that donate $18,000. It's just not possible. This year, year to date, again, streaming is bad. 
It's gone down. I think people got tired of looking up their streams, but also I realized I was streaming games that didn't work with the community. I had a miss. It happens. Not a big deal, but I recognize that. But now I'm lucky if I get like a viewer in there. Now I'm changing up what I'm doing with streaming, so I expect those numbers to go back up. But hey, again, I barely have people viewing. And that number is actually not updated. There's a couple more hundred in there, but I've raised over 5,000 year to date. Again, offline, social media. Now, I want to talk about the advantages I have because one thing I hate, especially in modern media, is this person that is 25 years old talks about how they make millions and millions of dollars just by doing this one neat trick. And I always love it when that neat trick is just go viral on social media, acting like it's a $0 investment of time and money. That's just not the case. Same is true with Extra Life. Some of us have different advantages in here. I started uh, uh, Her Loyal Sons was a site that was do uh, devoted to Notre Dame football, and that's how I built a large following on social media. I think at the peak I had like... 3,500 some odd people following me on Twitter. That's a large pool to throw out a link to. So my conversion rate doesn't have to be that high in order to get a bunch of donations. Uh, my company and company matches, I tell you what, if you're not talking about them, talk about them consistently. Any donation I make over $50 is matched. And those are my coworkers too. My coworkers donate, my coworkers get matching done. I've had donors that will toss in some money and some of the network, as I say there, they have the disposable income to donate to charity. They actually have stuff set aside that they want to do for charity. I have one, I was sponsored in quotation marks by Starbucks during game day because I had one friend that worked there that had $1,000 that she had set aside to donate and by using the Starbucks logo, and she was allowed to do this, then they would match that donation. So I got $2,000 in one shot just because I knew somebody that worked at Starbucks corporate. Like, that's not something everybody has, and I recognize that, but it's work that, you know, to work that network is huge because you never know who you're gonna stumble upon, but I know I came into Extra Life with that in my back pocket, and I've just been trying to learn how to leverage that network. Um, I have, uh, you know, oh, something else my company does. Every 10 hours I work and work like I volunteer, they'll count my streaming hours too. I get $100 in a fund that I can donate and they just take a little bit of a transaction fee. So just by streaming, I'm able to put more money in. So I'm lucky that I work for a company that has these benefits. I got a budget to do the death tax. And again, get your community involved. I, crowd control is a huge place to do it. I set a limit of what I'll do for a game, but again, it's me saying, I'll put skin in the game, I'll donate, try to kill me with all these incentives. And trust me, they do, crowd control or not, they find ways to kill me. Um, and, and I do have some basic code, coding knowledge, I know how to work social media, and like I said, I got a sales background. And really, soliciting donations is sales. That's really what it is. It's trying to be able to promote, hey, this is the value that you get for your money. You should do this, you should do that. Um, so the incentives to do is, you know, Donor Drive and Tiltify have tons of native tools. As we talked about, Tiltify, you know, right now is, is what crowd control works with exclusively. Like what I do is I use Donor Drive for the majority of my donations, and then I use Tiltify for crowd control funding. So, you know, there's a lot of other things in there. They have polls, they have incentives. 
Find which platform works for you. I've gone back and forth. I have what works for me, but there's a ton, and I mean a ton of tools, and they listen and they are changing things constantly. So make sure you're leveraging those tools, and if not, hop into the Extra Life Discord. They have representatives from Tiltify and Donor Drive in there to tell you how to use their platform to the max. So if you're not in that Discord, join it ASAP. Um, so I'm well known for encouraging the streamer pain. Make me do very terrible things. Between eating spicy food, uh, as Vicky introduced me over at Extra Life United, she says that I think he has the most hangovers of anybody I know for charity, because I will drink the most strong and awful concoctions that I can think of. Keep it within limits or you'll be like me passing out during your 24-hour marathon, and that isn't good for anybody. So you know, make sure you find that line and let it have fun. Self-deprecating humor is great if you can embrace it, but if that's not your cup of tea, don't do it. But people in general, they like to see pain. Maybe it's the virtual, like crowd control or some kind of death tax, but have that. People love to be able to do money. And I stumbled upon that because I was sick as a dog and I wanted, I was like a $100 short, I think, of 2000 This is my second year. And my buddy had sent me some like small little things uh, because I was one of his groomsmen, like little things of alcohol. And I'm sick as all get out. It's like, well, if you take that shot, I'll donate the rest of it. And you got $2,000. And as soon as I did it, I was like, wait a second. I unfortunately have something here. <laughs> so it, it's what, again, find what works for you. That's uh, the story of how the light bulb went on. Uh, but giveaways, raffles, you see everything here. Again, talk to companies, talk to people, just ask. You'll be surprised. Some of them are looking for ways to dump inventory, not going to lie. They'll say, oh, this isn't selling. See if you can get this for a raffle. Uh, there's things on Amazon you can find for cheap, too. So that is always huge, always a great thing to have. Um, and that's why I have Amber here. That's why I have Jaku is we're, uh, gaming, don't limit yourself. There are so many different things you can do, and Extra Life is finally i think starting to embrace this idea to the point to where in some of their official communications it some of it will say you know if you press play of any kind whether it's a podcast whether it's you know doing a game a board game that is gaming there was a big topic of conversation at extra life united about that even if you're outside playing sports we don't want to just limit ourselves to the gaming community so if that works for you embrace it uh, I did my first board game stream with my kids. That was a lot of fun. Um, and I'm enjoying finding ways to get them involved as well. And again, trial and error, uh, that's huge. Some things are going to work, some things are not. Uh, like I said, I streamed a game that people didn't view, but it was an incentive from the year prior. People liked the idea of the incentive, didn't like the execution of said incentive. <laughs> and it was very boring. Uh, it was, I played Mass Effect Andromeda, and I learned that if the game does not have things that can keep people engaged, and after, very quickly, it got too easy. So I was even using crowd control, because there's a desktop uh, obstruction, because they don't have a, an effects pack for Mass Effect Andromeda, and I don't think they're going to spend the time on it. <laughs> they shouldn't. Uh, but you know people were were doing that they're obscuring my screen i can't see anything they're still not able to kill me i'm mashing buttons and staying alive that's no fun for anybody uh so uh don't be worried about that but here's an example like this is what i'm about to do and the majority of these incentives sold out already so i'm going to start playing through the final fantasy series because it's a game i know it's something that will bring in viewers 
and I know how to do incentives because I know the game well. So even before I've started, I've raised $100 just by people naming characters and by choosing their class. Mm -hmm. And then for a longer term, I'm going to go fight this war mech that I've never fought in the game before because it's a rare spawn and it's super hard. But if we donate $1,000 in between you know, that start date and when I finish the game, I'll go hunt it down. Sure, we'll, we'll sit there and cause some pain for me on stream. And I have evergreen incentives. I know that may be hard to read in the back, but like for uh, I'm launching a podcast. Amber is actually going to be one of the first guests on here. This panel will be on the podcast at some point later, as long as that recorder is actually doing what it should be doing. Uh, but it's something that I did with her loyal sons. People wanted it back because that $100 choose your episode, one of the things that became a success was I did NCAA 14. I simulated the Notre Dame games and did play-by-play -play commentary with my co-host. And people want to see that bad enough to where a couple of people have already tossed in 100 bucks each for me to do that again. So sure, again, works for me. It's not gaming, but it's a content creation that I know people can jump in on. Uh, that's been a lot of fun. Like $20, I do a cameo thing, which my wife has done to make me say funny things, and her friends have done. I've had other people you know, donate. The, the funniest thing that they like to do to me is tell them I love sports teams that I hate. Uh, I also had a, a group of friends, uh, go, or two friends, go back and forth talking about their, uh, what we hope is a wedding proposal in the near future. But uh, all right. With the time left, because we want to do some Q&A, we're going to do some live incentives now. I tell you what, you got a pretty good shot of doing this. Uh, so if you don't know, Donor Drive's got a really great app, and it lets you create these QR codes. So if you open up your phone and you scan them, and it could be a dollar donation, anything. So I did an interview with Heart Machine not too long ago. You can get a stream key. Or not a stream key, a game key, and it's, uh, I think, Switch, PC, for either Hyperlight Breaker or Hyperlight Drifter uh, for free. So if you're looking for something to give away for your community, I mean, if you don't want it, right there. Uh, like I said, well, I got six keys I can give away, uh, but here's an example of incentive right now. We're doing a raffle, giving something away, and we're donating to a good cause. So I will pick out six different people uh, uh, we'll do, you know, we'll look at it. Amber, you're up there too, so I, I'm, I'm letting you catch up with me <laughs> in our friendly competition. Look, look we're behind. <laughs> so she's pointing to the QR code on the left if you can't see it. Uh, the one on the middle is mine, and on the right is for MiracleCon, so we'll take a look at that. Uh, but the other part of this is Q&A. Uh, we still have, I think, about like 10 or so minutes until we have to depart. So if there's any questions that anybody has about streaming, how to do Extra Life, or any of that, uh, by all means, now's your time to fire away. Yes? Nope. Uh, you just... You can only go through Tiltify right now, but you create the campaign on Tiltify, and you give us the campaign ID, and you're all set once you have crowd control set up. Yeah. yeah. Do, Works yeah. on any, any Twitch stream. Yeah, if you didn't hear the question, it was, do you need to have a subscribe button? So basically be an affiliate or partner of Twitch, which is typically required to have any revenue services. But and that's why they did coins, because you don't have to have be a, a, an affiliate of Twitch to have a plug-in. 
So that's, that's how the workaround happens because you're interacting directly with crowd control. So yes, great question. You do not have to be an affiliate to do crowd control. Um, and even, uh, do you have to be, because you do channel points too, right? You don't have to be an affiliate for that either. You do need a, yeah, for channel points, you do need to be an okay. affiliate. Um, you don't even need to be on Twitch necessarily either. If you're streaming platforms, YouTube or Facebook, you do need a Twitch account to log into crowd control right now, but you can link them out to uh, an external website that we share. Uh, share with you on the on the Tiltify side, so people can do it wherever. Yeah, and and looking at the uh, basically the streaming um, like kind of marketplace right now, Twitch is lightening up on their exclusivity as well for partners, which is huge. Still technically can't simulcast streams, but they're also doing uh, through PayPal giving, so it's not hooked up to Extra Life yet. Uh, Twitch charity. So there are some, you know, different things in there that I could see where the market's going is they're trying to open things up to, to let more people take advantage and especially for charity as well. Anybody else have any other questions? Oh, I got, I got a donation here. You got yours hooked up? There you go. We should have had Travis in here to, to keep track of the, the Miracle Con donations. We'll have to open up a separate tab. Does anybody else have any other questions or, or comments or anything? Ryan, thank you so much for... Oh, well, you're welcome. It, it helps that people don't eat. Well, so hopefully everybody here, is everybody here already signed up to do Extra Life? I see a couple thumbs up, see a couple nine. All right, seven years, awesome. Well, like I said, if you haven't, you know, obviously definitely sign up. Word of mouth is huge too, as I tell people as well. Even if you can't donate, I talking to people about what Extra Life is to, to get that out there. I mean, you have to consider that this started because of a young girl in Texas and a radio host, and now it's something that has its own reserve space at Children's Hospital, uh, Children's Miracle Networks uh, Week over in Orlando. That's incredible what we've done. I've raised millions upon millions of dollars and you know, like Vicki said earlier, this is all going to Oklahoma. It supports the only freestanding children's hospital in the state and all the other hospitals and everything else that they do. It's really incredible to have an impact that huge. So. Um, that's all I have, but stick around so we can actually see uh, where they have the keys. So if you've donated, hang around in here, and I will collect some email addresses, and we'll get your game and platform of choice in here. Uh, but yeah, thank you for joining. Appreciate it. Thank you. And folks, that is going to do it for this episode of Extra Voices. Thank you so much for tuning in. Y'all, don't forget to subscribe review the podcast. I will make sure to read all the reviews at the beginning of every show. So get those in so we can get those reviews coming. It helps people find this show and will hopefully help this thing continue to grow. Make sure you tune in to the next episode. We will have one more panel. This one focusing on tabletop RPGs and 
how to do character development and interact with your character. A really cool panel uh, and something I'm now getting into a little bit more with my kids, kind of like a renaissance of a, a childhood I never got to have. So make sure to tune into that episode. But until next time, y'all, make sure you visit GameInForAven.com. You can also find the podcast and newsletter at GameInForAven.substack.com. That is Gaming G-A-M-I-N, the number four, Aven. Thank you and have a great day.